control kills. Watch this. Correction. If LeBron James needs a shooting coach, come on, let's think about this. If Michael Jordan needs a trainer, if, if your favorite, if Serena Williams has a coach, they are paying these people for correction. Now, when you did it, your form was off. Hey, don't lose your temper out there. It messes with the way you... They're just, but when you are the only one that can be in control, you kill correction, which it kills your ability to grow. That was Pastor Michael Todd of Transformation Church. His sermon was called Cuff to Control, the Cancer of Cocky Christianity, Cuffing Season. And I didn't listen to the whole thing. I just saw a snippet of the coaching part. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I was like, I have to add this to this episode because Chandra and I are back for part two of the coaching lifestyle, coaching business, or, you know, hiring someone to be a coach of yours. I just thought that was pretty profound. And I'm super excited to dive back in to part two. Make sure you grab a pencil, a paper, because we are dropping so many amazing nuggets. And I'm just glad you're here. All right, let's go. What's up, everyone? It's your girl, Cicely Renee and Chantra. We are back with another. Hey. Yes, welcome. Say, go ahead, talk, talk. Tell the people a little bit about Oh, you. hey, hey. <laughs> hey, everyone. We are back again. It's me, Chantra, um, coming in to, I guess we're going to pick up for where we left off. I get super nervous, so please don't mind me at all, but we are picking back up from um, our previous discussion where we were talking about coaching and like starting a coaching business, how you can do it, what the benefit of it is going to be. Um, and today we're gonna talk about why people should pick coaches and just go through the process so that you can have that comfortability, understanding and knowing that it's okay to go out and seek help if you need it. Right. Let me, real quick, it's so funny because I watched a TikTok video and um, this man said, he said, you want men to go get therapy from therapists who need therapy? And I'm like, yeah, people are people. Like, first of all, anyways. And so like with coaches, have you uh, had a coach on your own before? So you're a coach now? I have. Yeah, yeah I, I, I am a coach now and I do have coaches um, that are a part of my life. I think it's important because for me, it helps bring out my true potential. It helps me understand and confirm. Maybe it just helps me confirm who I am. Like sometimes you just need to know, yeah, girl, you got this. This is exactly what you need to do. This is exactly the, the way you need to go. And it's okay. So I did both. So I majority of my life, I went through therapy, right? Okay. Because everybody says that that's the traditional way that you need to go. If you have an issue, then go seek a therapist. Well, I went through, I had so many therapists across my time frame, and still would leave feeling so empty, so confused, not really understanding why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, or if that decision I need to make is correct or leading me to the best way. I always left feeling um, unheard, confused, 
and just in the same rut. So I started to transition into becoming my own coach because ultimately I personally believe no one can really fix it for you. You have to be able to have the strength to fix everything that's going through your mind for yourself, but it's okay to have someone to lead you and guide you and hold you accountable towards those things. And that's what I feel the difference is between going to therapy and having a coach. I seek a coach because they're my, my cheerleader in life. Right. I love it. I love it. Um, there is something you said. Um, oh my gosh, why am I drawing a blank? There was something and I was just like, oh my gosh, that's so powerful. But yeah, so like having someone to, I like that confirmation. I like having confirmation. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was going to say. Like, I feel like we have our, you know, the solutions already inside, but we do just have to have people help us pull it out. And I do feel like the difference between therapists and coaches, like therapists is, you know, they're all about the feelings and, you know, like, I don't feel like they're like, um, what is my word? Like objective and like, okay, this is some things that you can focus on what you need to do. Let's make a plan. I feel like coaches are so like, if you are watching, you know, football coach or whatever, they have playbooks, they have things that they're like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. I've watched you do this. We're going to change this. And so they're very intentional with how they work with you and see you. Um, so I really find that coaching is so much more impactful. I'm not saying anything about therapy, go get your therapy. I've been in therapy as well. Um, but I do feel like coaches have a little more hands-on, you know, more like they're really intentional with helping you become who you are or wh what you want to be and progress or whatever is going on, what you want to focus on. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. So why do you think people seek coaches or why do, why would someone seek you as a coach? So for me, so I first, there's this, I was doing kind of like, a life strategist type of coaching where I'm just like, I want you to live your best life. How does that look? And so what I did, I am like a social media content creator. So I'm always sharing what I'm doing. And people would ask me questions like, how do you do this? Or you inspire me, you do this. And I'm like, okay, so I can help you do the same thing in what you picture your best life as, right? Um, and so like, I'm like, okay, these are some things that I've implemented. Let's think about, you know, your goals. What are some processes or, uh, tasks or key points that you need to attack so that you can get to where you want to go? Um, and so I just help people like kind of, I'm not like, so I can do business, like all of that, but it's more of like the process behind the business. So maybe like, I'm not going to say, oh, you need a marketing plan, all of this, but I want to figure out like what kind of business you want to do that's going to be good for you, your passion project, right? So what do you like to do? Your skills, your talents, putting that all together and coming up with a business based off of that. Um, and then um, I was also like helping people with their marketing, like which, and so that's like a coach, but I wasn't like, okay, well, you need to do this. I just gave them you know, based off of what they told me, I'm like, okay, these would be great to like implement as strategies for you. Um, but then there's also like, I just want people to feel good about themselves. And so in my books, my guided journals, I'm always like, what about self? Like, how are you feeling? 
when someone says this, what makes you like, how do you feel about this? Um, and kind of just help them process their own thoughts about who they are. Um, and so that's like what I've been doing with my coaching business. Um, but yeah. What about you? I feel like, I feel like people come to me to seek me as a coach because I inspire people. That's something that I hear a lot. Like, wow, that story or your experience or your thought process on that. That was so inspiring. I feel so inspired to go out and want to do something. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's <clears throat> super important because it is about inspiration. If you can't find inspiration within yourself, then you should surround yourself with people who can inspire you to, to do those things that you want to do. I've always been a motivator and always been a leader in my life. Right. And but I did it for corporation type styles. So to be able to do it on an individual level for people to bring that light out into them, it, it's just so, it's beautiful. It's just, it's amazing to see that you can help somebody go from, I can't do anything. I don't feel like I'm worthy enough or I have the skills or I can do it at all to, man, I want to go out there and do it. Look, this is what I did. What do you think about it? Like, Having people come back to me and ask me like, well, what do you think? Right. Well, how would you do it? Like that's, that's the inspiration because they are valuing my opinion in such a high level that it makes them want to change and be different. So I really feel like people come seek me as a coach because of that inspirational connection that I can make with them. I love that. That, that is so real. And so like you said something about, you know, having them in the beginning where they're just like, I can't do anything to being inspired to do what they can do. What about people who want you to handhold them or want you to do everything for them? Have you had anybody like in that situation? And then if you have, like, how did you kind of like push them to do their, you know, be a little more independent um, or yeah. I have. I've, I've had people who literally wanted me to walk them through and do every single thing with them. And in the beginning, I used to allow it because I'm like, well, this is okay because I'm trying to build this relationship with the person. And then I started to realize that you're coming to me for all this advice and all this, all this uh, help. And I'm literally telling you what to do. I'm walking you through the process. I'm teaching you how to do it. I'm half doing this half of the stuff for, for you, but you're still not doing it. You're not holding the accountability on your part. So what I had to do was separate myself and put the boundaries up that my time was valuable, right? Because if you allow people to continue to do that, they'll just drain and suck you dry. And as coaches, I personally believe that we hold a special energy within us that allows us to go out and serve people in this manner. And if we continue to let people drain and suck us dry, then we're not good to ourselves and to the rest of our, our general population that we're trying to help. Um, so then I started to put things back on people. Let me give you homework. Right. Yep. Let's check in in two weeks. What do you think you should do? How do you feel about this? I could tell you my personal opinion <clears throat> and how I feel about it but I don't want you to make a decision based off of what I would do what are you going to do yeah. and then I help you tweak it if you're not sure and it's about and that's where I get the connection of of going deeper with with the client because I'm able to help them and, and help them understand 
what they need to do by asking them those questions so that they feel like they can take ownership of it. Like, this isn't my life. This is your life. I could tell you what I would do, but yet you're still not doing anything. Those are the type of people that I, I, I cut them off, honestly, because it becomes so draining that I physically cannot do it. And because this is something that's so important to me, I'm so passionate about it. It starts to bring my energy down. I get sad because I'm like, oh man, if, if they could just change how they think, if they could just do this just one time, right? So I had to start putting that boundary up because of that experience that I had. It was just too, too much for one, one person to handle. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it reminds, so I've had so many people coming to me they're like, oh, I want you to help me and help me or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, I can help you. And then all they go, all of a sudden it goes to, okay, I want you to do this. I want you to do this. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm not like, first of all, like you said, you're going to get homework. I need you to do these first steps before I can support, because I'm like, I don't want, this is not my project. This is your project. This is your life. And I need you to be invested in what you're doing. And one of the things like I learned as an educator is that you want to inspire the kids to uh, search and seek their own understanding and learning. Um, so like student led to like having those questions that, you know, piques their interest where they're like, okay, okay. Cause if the kid, like my students would always like, miss, what's this answer? No, 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 no. We're going to process this. And like, I'm gonna coach you through on how to find this answer you know, and then be able to give them the skills they need to kind of like be more independent. Like I'm not there to feed you. I'm there to guide you and teach you how to feed yourself, you know, um, cause it just, it just sucks. Cause I'm like, I don't want you being a grown adult feeling like you can't, you know, advocate for yourself or do what you need to do. Like having that person there, like a coach to help guide you, but not do it for you. So the coach is not going to go play in the game. The coach is going to be on the sidelines, cheering you on and telling you what you like, giving you suggestions. He's not playing your game. Um, and so that's something that, you know, I learned um, that helps with the coaching side of things. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like and something you said, you said, um, help you process. I think that's a really key word and phrase to use anyone who is thinking about going to ask for some help every there's there's someone right now in this world who's thinking like man I got all these emotions all these feelings all these thoughts all these goals and I don't know what to do mm -hmm. well that's your answer right there seek someone to help you process all those thoughts and those emotions and those goals and really be open and honest with them so that your coach can allow you can allow your coach to create that that plan for you that you need to be successful in life so that's really important learning how to process things I think anyone who is stuck in a, in a mindset of I just don't know what to do not yeah. per se I need help I think that's the difference between if you need a coach or a therapist if you have the feelings of I need help definitely go find a therapist because maybe it's something deeper. But if you're just like, I'm just stuck, I don't really know what to do, then go find someone that can help you process those things. So I think that was really, really um, important. Most definitely, most definitely. All right, you have this really cool quote that you said earlier. Can you tell us what, why, it's about like why people need a coach? 
why people need why people need a coach people need a coach because they lack self-esteem when you have someone in your corner telling you you're great you're awesome you're amazing you can do this that builds your self-esteem up Mm -hmm. majority of the time we grow up not really hearing those words some people do and that's great I wasn't one of them I wasn't the one to grow up hearing all the amazing things about myself um which is why I have the traits that I have of being just kept to myself quiet and shy because I didn't really have that inner that voice around me saying you are amazing at everything that you do you are great at everything that you you can do anything you put your mind to like that helps build your self-esteem so growing up that turned into having less self-esteem I don't know that I'm great I don't really feel like I can do everything I put my mind to because that wasn't really spoken to me as a young child um so people who feel like they don't have that should definitely seek someone because help having a coach will help you build your self-esteem another one that's really important is building that confidence confidence is something too that we lack in our early childhood as well because we go to schools and we get graded and we're we're our self-value is based off of a grading system you an a b student you a c d student or you an f student and what if that f student just learns different but Mm -hmm. because the the, the traditional grading system is like now they don't have any confidence. So now they're going to grow up as an adult, not understanding what confidence is because they went through their whole childhood of being looked at as less than because of what they're graded off of, for instance, you know? Um, Another one would be to work with someone that can help you figure out your life goals. Mm -hmm. So that's super important too, because we all have goals within us, but we just don't know exactly how to put them together. For instance, my reason for creating our inner circle in our own little community, um, it's to help do all of those things. We're all coaches in our own way, and we all have different gifts and talents, and there's no competition, right? But the reason for this is to say, hey, let's build each other's self-esteem up. Let's build each other's confidence up. Let's help each other with our life goals. That's a true coach. So if you feel like you need any of those, if you feel like you're lacking any of those in in your life, then I definitely highly recommend seeking a coach that aligns with you. And the way that you could do that is based off of what's most important to you. Is it something based off of personal growth, career and work, fun and recreation, personal security and money, health and well-being, family and friends, or if you need someone to help you with your intimate relationships. Those are different areas that you need to take apart for yourself on an individual level and say, okay, where do I need guidance? Where do I need help processing the emotions of life in these areas? So I think that would be a good way to start um, those topic areas. I love that. And, um, I did want to talk about like having someone speak life into you as a child. Um, Like my mom, it's so funny because we grew up poor and I didn't know I was poor until I was an adult. And then I looked back, but she made sure that we, you know, we didn't know we were poor, which was an awesome thing. And then she was my biggest champion cheerleader, you know, just having someone there 
<clears throat> she may not have known like what to say or what to do or how to guide me in certain things. But she was like, yeah, go do it, go do it. And so ever since I graduated from high school, I did whatever I wanted to do. Not in a like bad things. Like I traveled, I lived in Miami, I lived in Orlando. I, you know, moved to Texas. I tried new things. I'm like, you know what? And then I tried businesses, like having someone there. And so if you did not have that as a young person, um, like you said, getting that coach to really help, you know, boost you up, cheer you on, cheer, like my dog here, she said, go girl, go. Um, and I'm like, go, go. No, it's good. Um, but yeah, I love that. And then um, I like having community, like of like-minded people. And then um, being able to just like pass around ideas, thoughts and stuff like that. So like, are they called like mastermind groups, something like that? So or... I've been, I was thinking about it. And so I titled our, the, the blah, 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 sorry. I titled our session conscious women in business, because that's what we are. We all have awareness of what we want to do. We all have awareness on how we want to do it, but we all are lacking the accountability to get it done. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this is my reason for doing this um, because I, I connect with everyone on an individual level, but I want to be able to connect with everybody as a wholesome in one spot. So this is my inner circle of coaches that I use for my personal life. I guess you could think of it like that. I brought all my coaches together into one main space and the reason for this is so that I can learn from all, from everyone that's in the group and I can help you guys with whatever you need help with and then vice versa. Everyone starts working and learning together. So we're we're all conscious women in business and we're all coaches in business. And if we bring our forces together, we'll all grow strong mm -hmm. together as well. Um, so I think something like that is super important, even if you're looking if you're thinking about looking, you know, working, wanting to work with a coach and you're scared and you don't know how to, and you have a coach that's a friend, just connect with them on that level. Like, who are you talking to in your inner circle, right? Because we're going to traditionally flock to the type of people that we are for ourselves. So if you're a coach, you're most likely going to have other friends and other people within your inner circle that are coaches too. And then you have friends that you know you want to help, right? We all have those friends where we're like, girl, you need my help so bad. But maybe they're not ready or maybe they're too scared to ask you because there's a barrier of, oh, you're the professional and I'm, I, I'll look weak going to you to ask you for help. And instead of thinking in that mindset, attach to your friend that's a coach, learn from them, surround yourself with the inner circle that they're surrounding themselves with because that's where you're going to grow and that's where you're going to elevate. So that's another way you can seek a coach if you're thinking about wanting to find one. Connect with your, your inner circle and your friends. Oh, yeah. Because <clears throat> uh, chance is that they know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Um, because I, I know I know a lot. And so I feel like I surround myself with a lot of powerful women who are doing their thing. And so I feel like you know, I'm like, okay, I see you doing that. And um, so it depends on who you're like seeking, like who are, who's your inner circle? Like, are they 
the ones that you want to like progress with or progress to like are they where you want to be or are they like not you know where you want to be so you kind of just got to rearrange some of your friends um mm -hmm. and maybe not cut them off cut them off but just be like you know what I'm just going to allocate more time with this person over here than you I mean I still love you you know whatever um my dog is really needy right now and I'm like <laughs> her big old head um but yes I, I like that I like that I feel like I just lost my train of thought with this dog no it's okay <laughs> even so another thing that's important too um or another way you can find a coach or another way or a reason why you should say you are someone who um has been working at a company for 15 years right mm -hmm. and there's always open positions going but you want to go out and apply for the higher position right you've been with this company for 15 years you have all the skills and development but you don't go for it there's so many people that are in that situation where it's like oh the position finally opened up I'm gonna go apply for it but then no I'm not I'm scared and they become scared because they feel like maybe on the outside they don't have the skill set to go for this position say it's something where it's where it's pertaining to maybe you have to have a degree right mm -hmm. everybody feels like they have to have a degree to be successful when you don't you just have to work on your skills and understand how to present that to the world and you can get anything that you want well if you take time to seek a business coach mm -hmm. to help develop you on the skills you need to obtain that position the verbiage you need to speak when you're when you're going for the position the training you need to do well, you can do that on your own personal time and develop yourself. So when that position comes up again, you have the confidence, the self-esteem and the life goal achieved to want to go apply for that position. So that could be another way that someone can seek out a coach who may be thinking about it or may not even think of it on their radar. Find someone within your inner circle, within your work community that could be your mentor or your coach to help develop you so you can get that. I've personally done that before. Um, I feel like that's how I've been able to be super successful in my previous life with my work experience. Wherever I went, I always made sure that I took a position that I knew was on paper hard for me to achieve based off of the skills and the requirements and the credentials they wanted. But because I stayed so close to my upper superior managers or uh, leaders in the company or previous companies, they developed me to be able to go out and get those positions without needing those credentials. So every job that I've ever, ever uh, had in my old life, I've been able to achieve it just because I stayed connected to someone I considered a business or work-related coach that developed me. Right. So that's another way that you can use it in your life um, if you're thinking about it. Yeah, I love that. Um, I don't know. So like in the teaching realm, it seems very uh, clickish slash, you know, like if someone is going after a position someone's gonna be like well I want it and so then they go like and it it was really toxic and it didn't seem like we could work together so that you know having when you can find a position or a career where it's uplifting and you know they want to help you and mold you and you know help lift you up 
hold on to that because man it's crazy it's crazy out there um mm-hmm. I have so many stories but we will not talk about that um <laughs> yes and so like I was thinking about another you know reasons why people are afraid to get a coach and so one of the things and this could be therapy and everything people are afraid to be vulnerable people are afraid to share mm-hmm. you know their weaknesses they're like you know like you said people don't want to show that they're they're weak or whatever um and so I just find you know like you're gonna stay you remain stuck if you can't get outside of your fears and just allow yourself to you know put your trust in someone to help you um it it can definitely be challenging because that for me I'm like I don't ever want to seem like I have no idea so for me, like when I was teaching, I was like, I barely asked questions. I went and researched everything before I was like asking a question because I'm like, I don't want to be seen as weak. And that that's an ego thing. That's an ego thing. Mm-hmm. But also just kind of like, I don't want people to think that, um, that um, you know, I don't know what I'm doing or something like that. And then they're like, why are you even here? Um, but yeah. But why do you think, I know you said that, it's that was part of your ego feeling that way but it also it, got, it has to go a little deeper so why do you feel like because I'm like that too I would rather be drowning in my own junk and trying to figure things out before I go ask somebody for help because I don't want to look like I'm not supposed to be here or I didn't earn the position or I don't know what I'm talking about why do you think that is an issue with us I so I know like that con like I know I did struggle with confidence and then not being able to really speak up so I the only thing I got in trouble for in school was speaking like talking I talked a lot and so I stopped talking and I stopped sharing and so then I'm just like okay you know and I felt like every time I did say something I was either attacked or laughed at or like and then also and it could have just been my 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 lens like they probably didn't even care but I'm just like there's something that makes me feel like I have to and it could be the strong the black strong woman trope that we got going on um and just making like I am I'm embracing the soft black woman and I'm just like you know what I cry I'm emotional like you know I don't want to be strong anymore um and so that probably was that thing like just Because also being a black woman in, you know, corporate world or any like professional realm, they already think that you shouldn't be there. And so it's like, you know, you have to work 10 times harder in order for you to, you know, feel like, have them feel like you should be there. Like, it sucks. It does. And like, you have to watch how you say things, watch how you you know, maneuver. And so I, I struggle with that. And so that could have been one of the things I was just like, you know, like, I don't want, you know, to feel like, cause I belong here just like you, but right. there are some things that make me not as, you know, valuable based off of what you're saying, you know, um, or maybe not them in particular, but just the general mindset of, what it's like to be black in America. <laughs> I know. That. I totally understand that. And that was one of my, that's my main reason why um, I always felt scared in a higher position because 
number one, I was always the only African-American in the position amongst everyone else. So then I'm second guessing my, and then maybe that's deeper. Like maybe it's deeper than wanting to seek a coach to be good and successful in your job. Maybe you're, you're we're facing so, I know this is off topic, but we got to go there because <laughs> we're facing so much within trying to be a successful black woman in a corporation. We're facing, we're the only ones there. We're facing feeling, am I the only one here because of the color of my skin? Or am I really here because they see my talent? Now we overstressing ourselves, trying to make sure that we're perfect in everything that we do because we're trying to prove a point. We don't want to look like we're weak. We don't want to look like we don't know what we're talking about, especially if you don't have the credentials to have that job. Oh my God, I spent all my old life stressing out, trying to be perfect. But at the same time, it was because I felt like I always had to prove myself to be able to stay in the position that I was in. And because I did that, that was my reason for always making sure I had a coach near me to develop me on what I needed to say, how I needed to operate, how I needed to manage people. Like I studied those things because I didn't want to look weak. I didn't want to be said that I didn't fit the description for the job anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's trauma, you know? And it wasn't until I took that coaching mechanism that I was learning to be successful in my work career and said you know what enough is enough you are valuable you can do this you are supposed to be here you can achieve these things and you can go do it for yourself so then that's when I started to change my mindset and said instead of spending all this money all this time all these resources into developing myself for this company I'm going to do it for myself And I think that's where a lot of people lack that connection. You have to figure out why you're finding a coach. And is it to fulfill someone else's desires and goals and dreams? Or is it to develop your inner self so you can go achieve your goals and do your desires? So I think understanding the two is super important. I love that. I love that. It did get deep, didn't it get deep? Um, didn't it, girl? I, I was like, oh, we have all these thoughts and feelings and rem- memories coming back. I'm just like, flashbacks, flashbacks. Yeah, but that's the reason why we ended up becoming coaches because yeah. we went through all this stuff and we saw it. And now we want to help other people say, no, you're great too. You can do this too. Like I used to go to work and tell people, why are you, why are you clocking in right now? I wish you would quit because you have so much potential and you can have your own business. You can do this for your own self. You can have your own time back. It wasn't, it it was a success for me to, of course, make my numbers and shine and be bright because I wanted to do that because I felt like I needed to secure my position and my spot within the company, but also too, the, I really felt the most fulfilling when my employees left me and went and fulfilled their dreams. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love it. And even like, so I've had, you know, coworkers that would see so much potential in me and I wouldn't recognize that they'd be like, it's good that you're leaving because you're too big for this place. You're too big or whatever. And, you know, I'm so proud of you. Just making, like, those relationships are good. Um, yeah. And it's definitely motivating. It could be 
dangerous too having so much you know so many cheerleaders pushing in and all of a sudden you you ain't got no job and you like so be mindful right. of the process like okay yeah you can quit your job but what do you have aligned and so having a coach there to be like okay we're gonna make a plan an exit plan we gonna implement this you're gonna learn these things this is what you're gonna do and then on this date you know like just having that plan of action you know and before you just jump in the deep end and don't even know how to swim like we, we gotta yeah and for those who have to jump in the deep end because like maybe they get laid off or something um being able to hire because I know a lot of people that get laid off they get a coach and then all of a sudden they're doing these amazing things in the world and I'm just like okay okay but for those who do have time to process and plan and be intentional like mm -hmm. get, your coach, get your coach to help you figure out the next steps mm -hmm, mm -hmm, absolutely and then I came across something interesting for when it comes to physical environments on different coaching aspects that you can seek some of the most popular and most successful ones when it comes to personal development came from people wanting to seek self-esteem and self-confidence that was 80 percent of growth that people are getting from themselves when they say hey I need to do more personal development or this is a good way for you to understand when you say I need personal development skills because a lot of people say that I need personal development skills I don't know how to talk to people I'm not sure I can't go do this because I'm such a hard shell well you need personal development coaching mm -hmm. and when you need personal development coaching these are the types of coaches that you can seek someone that can help build your self-esteem and confidence someone that can help build your communication skills and someone that can help you personally organize your life. Mm. That's where you start when it's personal development growth, when you want to find a coach. So if you understand what area of your life you need, then you know what type of coach you need versus just saying, I need a coach. Well, what kind of coach? Right. Why you need a coach? What area of your life do you need a coach in? And then go seek that and go find that in other people. Mm. And it's okay to take your time. Mm -hmm. People need to know that. Yeah, there's a bunch of coaches out here, but not everybody's for everybody, right? right? Just like we feel on the other side, not every client is every client that I need to have in, the, in my coaching in my coaching business. So it's okay to interview your coaches, ask them questions. Right. Why are you a coach? Why is this important to you? What have you done for people in the past? How do you feel you can help me? Like challenge us when you challenge us as the coach, we become greater coaches for you. Right. Just don't go read somebody's profile and say, oh, she does personal development, work performance, financial, blah, blah, blah. No, get on the phone with that person. And then you know you're working with someone who will really honor you and respect you when they'll hop on a call with you for 30, 40 minutes and just talk to you. Right. No calls. Don't have to buy into anything. They're not offering anything up front. It's just a conversation. Do we align? That's a good tip. Finding yeah. a coach. Interview your coaches and ask yourself, do I align with this person? Do I align with their beliefs and their values? Do I align with their coaching approach? Because that's how you're going to know if you find the right person for you. And that's for people who are scared to invest in coaching services for themselves because yes it could be costly some people are here just charging ridiculous amount of money 
and some people are more affordable. So if you want to take ownership over your personal finances when it comes to finding a coach, take some time and interview some people. Align with those people who are willing to hop on a call with you and just have a conversation to see if they can even help you. And if they can't, you know you can still have them as a, a person that you can still consider a friend if they're willing to recommend you to someone who can help you. Right. I love that. I love that. And I like the interview the coach. Like, you yeah. know, you that as a job, right? Like, do I really want to work at this organization or this company? And like, who are you as a boss? Like, am I going to be okay here? And so making sure you're, you know, it's a two, it's two ways. It's not just me telling you what to do. Um, and you just listening and abiding by it. And, you know, like that, you know, having that alignment, like goals and, uh, uh, sorry, my light is getting weird. Um, having, you know, maybe spiritual connection. Like I can't connect with everybody because I'm like, I don't know where you're getting this information from. And just, you know, the heart behind things. Um, and <laughs> that, like, that just reminded me of like, you know, going to church and people will be like, can I pray for you? And I'm like, I don't know. And then I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about that. Like, I don't feel right. Right. You have to be careful with who you commune with. Like, cause Mm-mm. it's just not, it's just not there all the time. So I think that's super, super important. I feel like I've, I'm starting to do that now. When it comes to people um, that I want to consider coaches in my inner circle, I'll talk to multiple people that offer the same thing because I want to see what really is going to align with me and what, what's making a connection. And if you're listening to me and understanding my wants and my needs, then you what you say back to me is going to reflect that. If it's still just based off of how much your coaching program costs and how much you can help me and all this other stuff, it's just going to, ch- I'm, I'm checking out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's not what I need. I need someone who is going to hold me accountable. Who's going to help me pull out my creativity. Who's going to help me bounce ideas off of what I'm working on a program or offer support for a beta. Like those are the types of coaches that I want. Not just someone just saying, this is the strategy. This is the plan. This is how you do it. This has how much you need to charge. Go out there and get it. I could do that myself. So that's super important. Another area of coaching I feel is super important for people to start considering is when it comes to your um, personal finances and money, because that is the key root to all evil and destructions of friendships, families, and relationships. So if you are a type of person who is sitting there and you're always living paycheck to paycheck, or you just don't know where you're, or you say this phrase, I just got paid. I don't know where my money went. Then you need a financial coach. Yeah, most definitely. And not, not those, not an MLM one either. Like, no, <laughs> I struggle with MLMs and I'm like, I don't want to sell for America. I don't want to, you know, do any of that. I want, you know, yeah, that's just my yeah right right find someone who understands how to conduct financial organization for yourself because you are organization when you're operating 
for yourself with your own money, with your job, and or find someone who is an investment coach, not the Bitcoin coaches, people, an investment coach really understands how to take your money, put it into something that's going to help you grow with securities and secure your future and build generational wealth. So those are some tips on how to find a financial coach. Awesome. awesome. What are some other areas? We also have um, health and well-being. So if you are the type of person who struggles with home and work-life balance, it's just chaotic. You go to work, it's chaotic. You come home, it's chaotic. You're transitioning both into one. I used to be there. You want to work. You want to try to find a work-life balance coach, someone that can teach you how to structure your home life keep it separate from your from your work. And when you are at work, work is work, keep your home separate. And they can help you transition with emotional thoughts, feelings from when you're leaving that building. I used to do this. this and I learned this from my one of my coaches. Like I would get to work. And before I would walk into that building, I stood, I stood at the door and I said, okay, right now I'm transitioning into work. So I have to leave all my worries of home and kids and anything that has to do with home I leave it there I'm walking into this building now because I am the leader here today and I need to come and show up and lead and serve as an example to my employees and to my clients so you learn how to separate yourself from those two things and also too they taught me how to create boundaries so that I was available for my family when I needed it to be and I was able to express this in a um, positive way to my bosses so that they respected that. So I had that work-life balance and they understood that. Instead of saying, oh, Chandra, you have to be here from nine to five because it's holiday. It was, hey, Chandra, I know work-life balance is super important to you. So we wanna make sure that, could you possibly work this day because you are down in employees? Or, hey, how can we work around your schedule? I know this is a Tuesday and you like to leave at five. Do you think maybe you come from two to three and then I'll pick up the rest of the, Like I had my bosses coming in helping me cover shifts. That's awesome. That's but I only learned that because I worked with a life work, a work-life balance coach. Right. And sorry to interrupt. And that's so good. So I'm a college and career coach too. So like I work with high school students and their families. And that was my number one thing. She was asking questions about like, how do I focus? How do I, you know, organize my time? And I, my first question was like, do y'all have a bell system at your school? And she's like, yeah. So I was like, okay, you have the bells that tell you what needs to happen. You're about to transition to from first period to second period. In that transition stage, you know, you don't have to worry about what's happening in those classes. You are just focusing on like, do you need to use the restroom? Do you need a snack or whatever? And so like having a mindset of that transition and figuring that out. And so then I was like, okay, when you are transitioning from school to home, you need to have a whole break. Like you need to create a routine where you disconnect from all of that and figure out like, okay, so now I'm home. Let me get a snack. Let me get a little nap in real quick. And then refocus and I was like it's about those transitions creating those transitions and then also like if you need a bell to help you remember because that's I live by a bell you know while I was teaching high school because I'm like 
I had no idea what time it was. I just was like, okay, that's the bell. Now it's second period. Now it's third period. You know, school's over. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like for the students who live by that bell system, you know, that can, I know it like creates a type of, uh, you know, uh, what is it called when they, uh, when they Pavlov and the dog and they, he, whenever he got a treat or something. It's like a like, shock, like a shocking yeah. system. Yeah. yeah. And so I know that is that, but it can be beneficial too if you, you know, use it or look at it in a different way, right? Um, but yeah, yeah. So those transitions are huge and having that work-life balance. And that was fun for me to have that conversation with her because she was just like, oh my gosh. And I was like, oh, I love what I do, you know? Um, and so, yeah, that was really cool. So. Mm -hmm. No, you're fine. And then another one would be, of course, wellness. So if you're not feeling good, not sure what's going on with your health and well-being, mind fog, seek out a wellness coach. That's what their expertise is. They'll help you get on track and on balance. Um, and girl, I, have, I, I track. I cannot wait to tell you about the mineral hair analysis. We'll do that on a one. And then the other one is time management. So if you're a type of person who time just goes by, I don't know where my time is, or you're saying, I wish I had more time in a day, or I don't have time for that right now, then you need to go find you a time management coach. And they'll show you how to balance out your life and create a schedule that you can operate on so you can have the time. You do have the time. You're just utilizing it in ways that you shouldn't. Right. I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then, and yeah, I think that, that those are some really good tips to offer to some people. Um, of course, there's others like career and work, and that's just finding a coach based off of if you want to improve your work performance, career opportunities, business management, or how to deal with culture um, environments and, and culture, corporate cultures too. That's a huge one. Some people are not very aware on how they're supposed to behave in a work setting and maybe that's because I know people like this they're always getting fired getting let go because they just can't they're not fitting in with the culture of the company so maybe you need to go find a coach that helps you and teaches you how to blend in an environment like that so you are being able to maintain and retain your your job and I, that's that that's especially good for these high school students that you know transition to you know life after high school and they just been handheld and they could do whatever they want they could they got away with murder in high school but they can't do that when they get into the real world and so like a lot of like I have a mentee I haven't talked to her as much lately because I we don't see each other as often as we used to. But she she kept getting fired from places and or being getting in trouble because of certain things. I was like, you can't do that. You gotta clock in when you are there. You cannot clock out twenty minutes after when you're already at the city bus or whatever. Um, I was like, you cannot not call in. You cannot, you know. And it was just she, my poor baby, my poor baby. I was just like, you can't do that. And so um, yeah. I helped her kind of transition I don't I have to talk I have to reach out to her because she did work for me for a brief moment and I was like oh girl <laughs> we gonna yeah <laughs> disconnect the work relationship I'm gonna just work with you as a mentee because <clears throat> yeah. yeah 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 it's important that's I feel like that should be taught in high school that should be a requirement yeah. for your 
career and work development. I know when I was in high school, we had something like this. You had to, I think it was our last semester where it was like career development. They taught you how to look for jobs, post your resume, create a resume. We used to have to come to class dressed up in work attire all the time. Um, we went over interviewing, but they, they took that stuff out of the system. So if you are a parent, and you know, you notice that your child has these low vibrational traits, then definitely seek out a coach that can help them with career and work advancements and development so that they're prepared when they go out into this workforce. Our children don't have to leave high school and their first job be McDonald's. Not saying anything's wrong with it. I'm just saying we have a lot more potential built within us, but it's the lack of skills and development that we we don't have so that we don't feel like we can go out there and go land a higher job. It does not have to be determined off of what type of credential you have. It has everything to do with your skills and how you portray yourself to others. And if you can understand the concept of the position, so you can do it. So invest in your children. If you don't want to invest in yourself and seek these type of coaches for your child. So you're setting them up for success. Right. I love that. I love that. I'm like, oh, I want to add that because I'm like, oh, I love working with the youth. I taught high school for five years and I work with kids for like 15, 20 years. And then, yeah, I'm like, they need it. Like they definitely because they don't want to listen to their parents. They get a lot of influence from social media and their friends. And it's not always the best. You know, I'm like, you cannot go with your boss. Like, you can't do certain stuff. Especially, I mean, not in the beginning. Maybe y'all develop that relationship later on, but you have to build that relationship before, you know, doing all of that extra stuff. Um, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And so you definitely, like, then I guess it kind of goes back to, like, making sure that you know, like, you know how we were scared to, you know, not know what needs to be done or how do we, like, create a healthy balance from, you know, not knowing, but also being open to learning um, and not feeling like you have to pretend or, you know, just like, yeah, that's a, that's a good area that kids and families need to explore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It definitely is. Yeah. More people need to do it. Maybe we could do a workshop and invite some parents with some of their kids or something and, give back to the community for coaching aspects because we need it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's set it up. Let's set it yeah. up. Yeah. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Teach the youth. We got to teach our babies. They're our future. They are. I'm like, they going to run the world, the country. I need, I need them to be. <sighs> <You know>. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we going to wrap up this episode the show i feel like so the next one is gonna be about your hair analysis and all of that i feel like we need to really dive into that yeah Um, yeah so uh, it's gonna be interesting i'm excited i can't wait to share it with you it's an eye-opening experience very emotional but definitely need it all right well i'm excited so y'all heard so make sure y'all come back for the next one make sure y'all are subscribing and sharing with folks and taking all types of notes and remind them where they where can they find you 
they can find me at um right now so I know I said last time that I was gonna have my website ready I had a hiccup with my website so I am still working and building on that hint hint if there's anybody out there that is listening and subscribe and you have skills for website development landing pages then please send me an email to info at changemindsetcoaching.com. Um, in the meantime, you can still find me on my Instagram at mindset underscore wellness underscore coach. Um, and let's connect. Send me a DM. Uh, send me an email. Let's get this together. I am trying to build this tribe. I need my landing page and my website development. So if you are listening and you want to showcase your talents, hit me up. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Hit her up. And y'all can find me at Bougie Black Blogger on Instagram, bougieblackblogger.com or cicelyrenee.com. Yeah, yeah. I'll put all that in the the details, the content area. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Well, thank you so much. You are welcome. Thank you for having me as a guest again. I'm so excited. I can't wait till next time. Hey.